Hello and welcome to Treasury Talks, a Euromoney series to explore all things new, interesting and innovative in corporate treasury. I'm your host, Duncan Kerr, and over the course of this series, we'll be talking to experts from BNP Paribas on a range of topics from digital innovation in payments, cash management, trade and supply chain finance, to bank fintech collaborations and ESG in treasury. In this second episode, I'm speaking to Rudolf Verhood and Bruno Francois on the digital innovation in trade and supply chain finance. Rudolf, Bruno, great to have you with us. Let's start with some quick introductions. Rudolf, you first. Thank you, Duncan. Uh, so my name is Rodolphe Verjo. I'm in charge of the supply chain and trade activities for BNP Paribas in EMEA, CIB countries, and I've been with the banking industry for more than 20 years now. That's great. Bruno, over to you. Thank you, Duncan. So I'm Bruno Francois. I'm a deputy head of uh, trade finance, so more covering the traditional trade, uh, LC, letter of credit. Uh, also, um, a long-time employee of, uh, of BNP Paribas and uh, in this uh, trade finance area for, for a decade now. Thanks, both. Okay, so in this episode, we're looking at trade and supply chain finance, and it's great to have you both with us to discuss some of the digital innovations that have happened in this area. Trade and supply chain finance, as you both well know, have been transformed by digital advancement and innovation. In this episode, what uh, I really want to discuss with you and really explore is the impact of digital innovation on these areas, analyzing some of the established innovations that have led to this transformation, and also look to some of the new emerging innovations that are set to cause further transformative change. So, first question, digitization and technological advancement have caused great change in trade and supply chain finance during the past decade, at the very least, but in particular, the past decade. Looking back, however, what have been for you both in your respective areas, the main changes we have seen during this time? And what are the, the types of innovations that have primarily caused this? Rudolf, why don't I start with you on that one? I will probably uh, on this one focus on, on the supply chain activities and it's fair to say that the digitalization of supply chain started, I would tend to say probably more six to eight years ago, it's relatively recent. And what we have seen is um, the pandemic, the uh, geopolitical environment, the natural catastrophe if uh, to a wider spectrum uh, has really uh, highlighted the importance and the acceleration of the process of digitalization for corporates. This is true, and uh, I think the, the supply chain disruption is becoming a top priority for our clients. I, I, I read recently a, a study, uh, I think it was a McKinsey study, that say that probably 75% of the corporate encountered a problem in their supply chain during the pandemic, up to 90% in some industry, and notably the, the food and, and the drink industry, and they have decided to tackle this as a top priority and one way to tackle it is digitalization. So it's it's relatively uh, more recent compared to traditional trade and I will let probably uh, uh, Bruno uh, discuss about it. But what I've seen is the exponential aspect around digitalization. Yes, uh, well, thank you, Rodolphe. Uh, on trade finance, of course, it's a very traditional business with a lot of paper-based activity. So it was a I would say an obvious target for digitalization. And we have tried for many, many years to digitalize this industry, but it's not easy because we had a lot of failures, a lot of initiatives which failed. 
and uh, um, and I agree a bit what Rodolphe just mentioned. Some elements like the pandemics, it's really accelerated this um, this um, road to digitalization. Uh, and you know the difficulties in trade finance, it's uh, it's a very fragmented with a lot of uh, stakeholders, a lot of uh, in, um, companies. Uh, um, you have to deal with uh, logistic. Uh, tax, etc. So it's a very, very fragmented um, uh, industry. So of course, when you want to digitalize, you need to have a lot of people around the table and to harmonize all this takes time. So in terms of evolution, what we have seen is that new te technologies such as uh, OCR, machine learning, um, IoT, etc., blockchain, um, has really um, helped to, to, to fluidify a different stage of the process. And now I think we have a more efficient and digitalized process, but it's still a long, long road ahead of us. It's not finalized yet because it's still, uh, the paper is still too much present, I think. That's interesting to hear. I wonder for you both when thinking about the potential for increased digitization across the trade and supply chain finance process, if indeed you believe that full and complete digitization across the process can happen or whether it's a, a fanciful dream. You mentioned there are some of the challenges which have hindered uh, the full digitization of the process. but. Um, do, do we think at some point in the future, you know, the entire process on both trade and supply chain finance can be digitized or are there just too many challenges and complexities which might prevent that? Maybe I can start with the, the question. In, in fact, you need to, we need to ask ourselves, why do we need to digitalize? Because it is, the objective is not to digitalize. We need to look at the, 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 prof, the, the real objective, why customers uh, wants to, to achieve. And in fact, uh, it's always the same. They want a better experience. They want a fluidity in the process. The, they want real-time information, real-time um, track and trace, where we can see where they are, etc. So <clears throat> it's very, very important that we, we start with the objective first, and then we, we, we see what area to, to digitalize. And the second element I want to say is you don't need to digitalize the whole process to, 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 uh, to, to reach this objective. Uh, there are maybe some uh, aspects of the process, uh, either on the bank side or on the client side, which need to be digitalized to already improve a lot the customer experience. And I, I would probably add something as well is the reliability. I think that's key for our corporate clients that wants to use also the digitalization by a way to improve uh, their operational process, operational risk with, with uh, banking partners. And if I take, for instance, on supply chain, uh, the uh, an evolution of, uh, of the platform, I think on, on the 20s, there were probably very few players. Uh, and I, I don't know, Kiriba was uh, Orbian or, or Prime Revenue were probably one of the very few. Over the last three to five years, uh, there have been uh, at least more than 10 new players joining this uh, this ecosystem. So it shows how it's becoming the priority for everybody and any platform may add something to the corporate experience, uh, be it on the dynamic discounting, be it on the banking financing or ability to help their suppliers to join uh, this program. So, so there is definitely a a way to improve the customer experience with uh, with this platform and the, uh, the digitalization around this platform. 
when, when I think about technology and its application within trade and supply chain finance, I'm, I'm thinking too here about um, the areas such as, you know, sustainability and how together using technology to ensure that the supply chain is much more sustainable. Um, so greater digitization in the analytics around the supply chain and so forth. And, and this also applies, I would imagine, to, to the trade finance area that there is plenty of scope to combine those two elements. I mean, do, do you see technology being able to really kind of support kind of corporates or companies drive towards sustainability in the supply chain? Is that something that you do see? I will probably start on this one. I think it's a game changer, to be honest. Uh, embed sustainability in traditional trade, in supply chain, it represents the key innovation that will define the future of trade. That, that's obvious. You know, I, I think... Uh, when you discuss with clients, the sustainability topic data is becoming a key priority for them, but also to meet regulators, customers, investor expectations. So the more we can use access to digitalization to embed sustainability KPI for us as a bank, but for our client and within the, all the ecosystem and all the components of the supply chain, is becoming a priority. I have no doubt on, on this front. And, and this is, uh, I think, one of the key priorities that we have decided to invest, uh, both within, uh, uh, but not only on trade, huh, by the way, it's, I think, uh, as a bank, it's one of the key priorities that we have within, uh, within BNP Paribas, but it's also something that is becoming uh, probably one of the top priorities accompanying our, cl our client in this transformation. When, uh, when we're thinking about you know, big developments and innovations, which have happened in, in recent years, uh, which show plenty of potential to transform areas of supply chain finance or trade finance, um, I would be curious to know from you both what technology, what innovations we have seen um, that have emerged in recent years or have you know, really developed in a very profound and, and fast way. Um, that, that you feel have real potential to continue to transform these two areas. So I'll give you one example, blockchain. There's been so much written about blockchain in trade finance and supply chain finance. But is that for you both, you know, the single innovation which has um, caused or is creating uh, so much, you know, energy and excitement in these areas? Or is there another innovation in technology, um, particularly which, which you feel has as much, if not more potential? Maybe I can start here. I won't put too much the focus on blockchain because at the end of the day, uh, the most important thing is uh, what are the functionalities that the digitalization will uh, help to facilitate and not necessarily the tools that you will use to do that. Uh, blockchain is just um, a tool. So you, I think you can also achieve the same result with another technology than blockchain. It's true that blockchain in trade finance, the fact that the different players, as I said, the, the ecosystem is very granular, very diversified. The fact that the different parties can have access to the same information at the same time uh, can be seen as a as a as a as a good 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 things. Bon. Um, so for me, I won't put the blockchain as the, the biggest evolution uh, on this. Is uh, um, and for me, I think some technology like um, uh, API or, or OCR are probably more important than, uh, than what blockchain is, is giving to the economy. I, I think all the banking industry has focused on the 
post-shipment financing. And I think the future will be also on our capability within the, 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 the industry to perform the pre-shipment financing. And when you address this topic, you enter into a lot of uh, a new element where we will need to create together utility platform to have the possibility to finance a bit in advance in the in the supply chain, uh, physical supply chain, the suppliers. So you will need to to rely on the quality of data. You will need to uh, to rely on the experience track record between your client and their suppliers, etc. And I'm sure a lot of new technology or new players will help a lot the banking industry to, to, to have a better visibility uh, on this front. And, and you know, I can mention probably because some platform, uh, TIN for instance, is trying to facilitate the purchase order financing. This, this is probably uh, something that we'll see more and more. Just to echo what Rodolf just mentioned, is uh, all our large retailers uh, in this are extremely uh, asking for this kind of solution because helping their suppliers in financing uh, is super important for them because of course every all the banks can take a risk on large retailers it's the big clients etc but when you go down to the supply chain when you look at the supplier side there are much smaller companies and those guys need financing um, we can take pre-shipment finance post-shipment financing meaning we take a risk on the retailers on our big clients but the, the, the big challenge is to see how we can uh, finance the, the suppliers directly on the purchase order side. I'm, I'm wondering to what extent you think, when looking back over the past three years, and especially during the pandemic, to what extent um, the investment that has already been made by many of your clients and corporations out there in digital technology really paid off during the pandemic? So had they not made the investment prior to the pandemic, then perhaps, um, you know, your clients, some of the corporations out there would be in a more uh, difficult financial position than otherwise they would be because they had made the investments pre-pandemic, which enabled them to continue very much operating as, as a business. Of course, there were challenges, but I wonder for you both if, um, you, you saw the investment that has been made in digital platforms and technology pay off during the pandemic. And do you feel that that's um, uh, really supported, um, you know, the corporate sector um, as we emerge from the pandemic? You know, if I take traditional trade like a uh, letter of credit, it's a very paper-based. And we have seen all the limitation of paper when you have a pandemic because uh, it's very simple. But even DHL, they were not uh, able to di to dispatch or collect documents. So you had to to, to quickly adapt and, uh, and move to more digital. Um, I think clients and banks react quickly. And also, I would say the, the legislature, le, 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 sorry, uh, the legislature in different countries, uh, if you take Algeria, for example, they accept copy uh, of documents, scan copy, so everybody react quite quickly. Um, bon, uh, again, I think for me, the most impressive thing has been the, the rapidity and the flexibility that the whole ecosystem has demonstrated during this pandemic. Um, and the next stage, that maybe we can come back to that later, the next stage is really the, the how the legislative front will evolve. Because for the moment, the biggest issue is probably on the legislative side, which are still uh, not harmonized at all. Totally agree, uh, Bruno, and probably one element as well is, I think 
the pandemic was a good lesson for all of us of the importance to invest uh, because we managed to to um, to handle uh, exceptional basis during several months but we know that the exceptional if it stayed longer we need massive investment around technology and that's true for traditional trade, but it's also true for uh, for supply chain activity. So, so probably, back to your question, uh, this was also a wake-up call for the banking industry first. Let, let's uh, be uh, totally honest, but also for our compliant on the ability to uh, uh, create this connectivity, uh, use new technology to limit the operational risk that everybody may face, clearly. Thinking about um, you know all the developments we've talked about, the digital innovations um, in these areas, what is the most exciting or fascinating innovation for you and why? I mean, it doesn't have to be the biggest. We've talked a lot about some of the innovations which are very important for the industry. But is, is there one which perhaps has come about uh, most recently, which you think is you know, really quite exciting? quite fascinating to you and has potential to to really shape the industry in a different way over the future. Any topics related to sustainability in our industry has been relatively new and it's a game changer. Uh, I can only echo, but it's a game changer for the economy, but also on the way we can accompany all the different actors in the way they are uh, uh, really putting the ESG agenda on top of their priority. And so I think uh, that that would be uh, one of the challenges of the industry is to make sure that all the players, we have the same criteria across the different regions, across the different countries, across the different industries. But this was probably the most fascinating tool to answer your question, Danica. Uh, on traditional trade, <laughs> uh, I don't want to say that I don't see any, but I think the biggest evolution will be on the legislative front. Uh, there is something now in the what called the MLETR, uh, which is how you will uh, accept the electronic document to be transferable like uh, a paper document. And this needs to be adopted by uh, the local legislation. So some countries are already accepted uh, the digital document is uh, equivalent to paper one. Um, there is a, a kind of commitment from the rest of the countries in the world to do that, to adopt those, uh, this new regulation. Uh, this is probably for me the biggest element because once um, those uh, the MLTR will be uh, validated in the different local uh, regulation, um, it means that electronic documents will be considered as equivalent as paper-based and that will create the revolution uh, in terms of transferability etc of document because for the moment um, you can have the best platform the best tools everybody wants to be digital if you are confronted with one particular uh, legislation jurisdiction who say no i don't recognize this doc this document this electronic document it's valid uh, then it will it won't fly okay so this, for me it won't be a digital revolution it will be probably first a, a regulatory uh, revolution before you can move to digital so that's a great place to to end um Rudolf and, and Bruno, thank you very much for your time and your insights. Uh, it's been great to catch up with you, great to speak to you, and uh, I look forward to, to speaking to you again sometime very soon. Thank you very much, Duncan. A pleasure to, to join this uh, discussion. Yeah, thank you, Duncan.